Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hey, this is Fred from Cowboy Mouth, and you're listening to Tina and Jeff on Floors Truly. Live from New Orleans, time of good food, good music, and tons of fun. This is Tina and Georgette with Floors Truly. Hey, my friend, happy Tuesday. How are you doing today? Hey there, I'm doing super. It's Tuesday, and it isn't yes. a long week, so I'm happy. Yes, and it's it's been a crazy week. Uh, I feel like it's already Thursday. I wish it was Thursday. We have beautiful weather and, and beautiful weekend coming, and so much happened this past weekend with the Super Bowl, and yesterday was Valentine's Day. So happy late Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. We love you. You sure, you sure do. <laughs> So uh, it's 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 a it's a very very busy week. We've got so much going on. So let's just kind of recap the weekend and and the Super Bowl. Obviously, um, I love the halftime show. Halftime show was absolutely awesome. Some of the commercials were really funny. Um, some of the commercials were really lame like seeing those um those bitcoin and 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 mm-hmm. crypto commercials every every other commercial yes. just it, it got old i felt like there were so many car commercials sadly to me it was like the the commercials and halftime show was better than the game and i only say that one because the rams won you know none of us yep. were rolling for the rams but number two i just was really disappointed in the officiating I feel like a broken record here saying this. I mean, they really, they actually called a good game all the way up until like the last three, four minutes. And that's, that's right. when the flag started coming out. And yes, I know y'all are listening. You're going to say, well, you know, the Rams, they, they had a holding call, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, they missed the holding call. All right, get over it. That's what we were told. I don't, okay, so fine. Well, we'll give you one of the flags that they threw in the last like three minutes of the game. But I mean, there was holding, there was a, a shot actually was online today uh, where I think it was uh, Darnold was for the lawn yep. uh, in neutral zone infractions. Yep. I mean, the bottom line is nobody can convince me otherwise whether I'm wrong or right I feel like the NFL has had that written the narrative for this for three seasons they've got that billion dollar stadium they have to pay for LA doesn't have a really big football fan base or their basketball team and rightfully so and they've got to pack that stadium and the way to do it is to create a winner and they've been trying to do this for three years from what I've been told the people that have been to games out there Prior to the the playoffs, obviously, and the playoffs don't count, but they said that they had a really difficult time filling seats for the home games. So, of course, now you have Super Bowl winner Rams, and now there's an easier, I guess, in their mind, an easier way to fill the, the, the stadium. They'll they'll have fans, just kind of like what happened with the Bucks. They signed Brady, and these Bucks fans started coming out of nowhere. Now that Brady is somewhat retired, uh, they're going to go back you know where they came from so that that's how i feel maybe i'm totally wrong but i just feel like ever since the no call it's just all you've heard about is rams 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 and here it is now you know they get into the the super bowl and the Bengals, the offensive line is just atrocious you know i called it swiss cheese (laughs) 
<laughs> Joe Burrow is incredibly talented, but I mean, if they don't get him some help, if they don't draft in the first round this year, some O-line help for him, if I was his agent, I'd be demanding to get him out of there because this is two seasons in a row that he's had injury. It did just come out in the last hour that he doesn't require surgery. Thank goodness for the mm-hmm. knee injury. But I mean, he's already had one, a surgery on one knee. The other knee, the other leg is the other injury. I mean, this kid's not going to be able to walk by the time he's 30 if this keeps up. So oh, yeah. they need to get him some help. But they did play a really good game. I felt like they deserved to win. I think that had that, those two final flags at the end of the game where uh, they were, you know, forced to, um, you know, to draw back. And then the other one where it gave the, the Rams, you know, what, seven chances to, to throw that touchdown pass, <laughs> even though Eli Apple was covering them and cover. It just, it was disappointing for that, but it is what it is. I mean, I think the Bengals will be back. They've got a great defense. They just need to get some help on the offensive line for Joe. I mean, he did well what he could for, you know, just they, they chose the worst time to fall apart. They really did. Well, they were holding it together the whole game. And then the last three yeah. minutes, flag, 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 flag. And uh, next thing you know, Eli Apple doing what Eli Apple does, not anything at all. And uh, Cooper Cup scores and there's, there's the game. Yeah. And as my friend said, my friend said, you know, I'm blaming Eli Apple, but I mean, when you give them seven chances to score, the odds are in their favor, they're going to score, you know, no matter who's covering them. I mean, our defense could have been covering, playing. And I mean, with those odds, you're going to, some, you know, somebody's going to get burnt. And of course, you know, it was Eli Apple. I mean, it's, but it's still, I don't put all, I don't put the loss on him. Like a lot of people are, have been doing online the last two days because it wasn't all him. Again, you're giving the Rams so many opportunities to score they're going to score mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. same thing people go back to oh with the nola no call they're like well you know y'all went into overtime and drew Reister in an interception well guess what if that call would have been made and it would have been passed interference the saints would have had a first down we would have never we would have scored and never went into overtime so you know it's a moot point i mean that that never would have happened you know we would have won the game while still in regulation at least mm-hmm. in my mind you know mm-hmm. and i've watched that game fourth hundred thousand times because you know I'm, I'm a habitual hurter i want to you know <laughs> but i mean I, I back then i did i watched it so many times you know just, just mm-hmm. make sure like i wasn't crazy and i mean even tony junji came out and made a statement about the officiating and said you know they, they called the great game until the very end and they're just wrong for that but this again like i said goes back to my theory with the Rams and the interesting that came out thing out of all of that is, you know, Sean McVay has not committed to coming back to coaching next season, which, yeah. which is nuts. I mean, he's, he's like the youngest coach in the league. He just won a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't know. I, I know it's grueling. You know, he's only been in the league a couple of years, but it's just, it, it was crazy to hear that. Like, you know, but I mean, I guess if you're going to go out, go out on top. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he openly admitted that in the five years or four years that he's been a head coach, it has aged him tremendously and he has lost a lot of his life. And he wasn't being dramatic. He was being honest. And um, so it's not a surprise to me that there is this thought that he might take a break, kind of like Peyton is doing. And so I wouldn't be shocked if I heard it's kind of like, you know, Aaron Donald, I'm going to retire now. And um, Andrew Whitworth, I'm going to retire now because I've achieved what I needed to achieve. So it wouldn't surprise me if Sean McVay, it, if Sean McVay did that. Um, but, you know, anything can happen between now and preseason. Yeah, and you always want to go out on top. You don't want to be forced oh, absolutely. out. Absolutely. You don't want to be forced out. No. It is one of those things that you can walk away on your own terms. It's what a lot of people were saying about Sean Payton, you know, walking mm-hmm. away on your own terms, walking away, you know, when you still had love and desire. 
with football, it it literally is a year round job. Even though you're not playing, you have to keep your body conditions. You still have to keep working out. If you if you're injured, which you know a lot of times you are, even without like Joe Burrow doesn't require mm-hmm. surgery. But I mean, he's gonna have to take it easy for a while. His on that knee. I mean, he was hobbling a, a good bit to that cart. Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. at the end of the game, and I was actually surprised. I thought for sure. Now, when we saw Edel Beckham Jr., I knew I was like, yeah, he definitely tore something, which they did say he tore his ACL. So now he's got to rehab again, have surgery. I mean a very grueling thing in coaching too i mean long hours uh they talk about uh you know getting there at the crack of dawn leaving you know when it's late at night you're away from your family and kids and he is young so 30s it's like you know you've got everything ahead of you so i get that um i won't complain if he does walk away obviously because he's been a nemesis of ours but you realize at the end of the day there is life after football so that so it was kind of interesting like i said so yeah football season is over with we do have spring football starting going to be interesting to see how that league uh, is successful because we did have the XFL, which didn't even make a whole season. So um, I'm all about watching the game and, and supporting it. So we'll, you know, we'll talk, we'll touch base on that when, when it starts uh, be interesting mm-hmm. to see how, how it does. And I'm not, I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not too optimistic just because of what happened before. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I was really excited about the XFL. I felt like they had everything going for them. And then, you know, of course pandemic and just, they mismanaged a lot of the financials. So, but uh, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to, to at least have it. And speaking of then, <laughs> we are now two weeks away from Mardi Gras. I know. I, know. I swear it's like just every every week it's like flying by. So two weeks left of King Cake time, two weeks of Mardi Gras. We had parades over the weekend. This weekend marks what I call like the like the official rolling rolling. Mm-hmm. It's funny, fun rolling of parades because now is when you're going to have parades like you know, every, every weekend in every city, we've got the crew of Cork, which is in the French quarter. We've got crew of Excalibur and symphony, which is in Metairie. Then we have um, Cleopatra and Aloe, which is in uptown new Orleans, even Mandeville, which is across the lake has the crew of Eve. And that's on Friday night. So pretty much anywhere in the GNO area, you're going to get parades Friday night. And then of course, Saturday night, Metairie has two back-to-back uh, parades, the Mad Hatters and Centurions, which um, friend of the show, Mike Detillier and Bobby Abears, former Saints quarterback. And he's also does sports talk on WWL and they're heavily involved with that so they'll be in that parade and then we have Centurions that follows we've got five yes I said that right five parades uptown starting at one o'clock the clue of uh, Pontchartrain and Choctaw Ferret Sparta and then uh, there's a parade that rolls after that then Slidell has two Mandeville has one Covington has one Chalmette has one and and even Abita Springs which is like a good ways away has a parade and then of course on Sunday one of my favorites I love watching this one the crew of Barkus everybody knows Barkus you know it's (laughs) the animals it's just a it's such a fun time to see all the pets out there and then they have a three uptown one in Metairie and then one in Slidell and then we start on Tuesday uh with the the weekly parades we have one Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and then Friday Saturday which of course that is super crew weekend we've got in Demi and Bacchus and Orpheus and then in Mardi Gras of course so yeah it's this is where they really start rolling yes I am that is a pun but uh it's an exciting time we have so much going on here and in that you know all, all the, the vendors are going to be out there we've got family Gras and Metairie and then it was announced today which I literally jumped out of my seat when I saw this because I was so excited because I know how much money and revenue this brings into the city. The French Quarter Fest, which has not been around for two years now because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And if anybody's ever been to French Quarter Fest, it's a huge, huge event that goes on for a couple of days. This 
thing brings in millions and millions of dollars of revenue to the city of New Orleans. The last event they had in 2019 had over 800,000 people there. So it's a huge event. It brings in a lot of money. It's super fun. It's a lot of local performers, local food vendors, Irma Thomas and Amanda Shaw, who we had on the show last year, she's going to be performing. So I was so excited to hear that they were coming back. April is going to be so busy in New Orleans because right after French Quarter Fest, which is going to be April 21st to the 24th, then the 28th, we've got Jazz Fest. Two weekends of Jazz Fest. So New Orleans is going to be rocking and rolling in April. And the weather is going to be fabulous. So super excited to hear that. I just, I'm like, I, like I said, I literally jumped out of my seat. I was like, yes. I was like, this is awesome. Because, you know, city's been hurting tourism oh, yeah. everybody knew and we've been talking about it for you know what 18 months now and yeah. i mean I, I love my city i know yes we're not perfect we have a lot of issues but i mean this city thrives on tourism and these local musicians these local vendors the artists the uh caterers that have you know the, the little vendors that do the, the like if you've ever been to the jewelry show they make crawfish bread they make homemade fudge all these vendors food vendors go out to these different events i mean that's like their bread and butter it's where they yeah. make you know t most of their money some of them work these festivals and then they don't work for months and take off because it's they prepare for it so long so to not have any of that it's just kind of a downer so i kind of feel like it's like a little sense of normalcy like hey you're kind of getting back to normal a little bit i mean obviously a lot of people are still concerned for us with COVID. it has not went away which is one thing that was really interesting if you notice in the super bowl hardly anybody was wearing masks i don't think i saw anybody I thought that was crazy but again i, I feel like this like i'm not gonna tell you what you gotta do i just know I, what i gotta do for me so yeah we've you know we've got french quarter fest coming back we've got Jazz Fest, so many awesome things. I wish we'd hear some news on the Saints side as far as what's going on with offensive coordinator. My crystal ball is not doing anything. <laughs> it keeps telling me try back later. The thing we have heard it was good news is that Michael Thomas will be back. Yeah, uh, he's been he's been really rehabbing and working hard, and he cleared out his Instagram account for anybody that you know cares about social gossip. <laughs> He cleared out his Instagram account and left one post and uh, it was talking about being in demon mode. So he's uh, he's raring to go. So that's exciting to see that because a lot of people were questioning whether Mike was going to be back with the team. And a report came out, I think it was uh, yesterday morning or yesterday afternoon that he's not going to be traded. He'll be back with the Saints. So not a lot of news on that front. Kind of surprised. Uh -huh. I thought we would hear something. They're they're definitely taking their time and trying to, I guess, get all their ducks in a row to make sure we have the you know the best core coaching group that we can have. I guess. I mean, I'm just waiting to see if they're going to make any moves this week, uh, shy of the Michael Thomas information. I don't know. I mean, we haven't, it's early in the game. So talking about a QB and all that stuff, but still in all, you, they moved so fast last week, and then this yeah. week it's like a s screeching halt. And so. they don't work on Saints Twitter timeline. We they know, do. I know. We want we want info. We I feel like uh, what was that old movie? Um, Johnny Five, uh, sh Short Circuit. Need input. Need input yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want to know. We want to know stuff. Well, this is it, and this is why you need to get a Twitter account, Dennis, so that we can chirp you until you provide the information or block yeah. us, whichever comes first. I can tell you who definitely blocked a lot of people. It had to be Eli Apple and his mama. <laughs> oh, oh, they're out blocking like fiends. Well, she's out fighting his battles right now. I don't even think he's logged into Twitter, but um, she's at it. She's going Look, hard. All I'm going to say is this, you know, 
I love my city. I love my fellow Saints fans. We are petty and proud. Well, Do not start with us if you can't right. finish. And he well, did start. That was very insulting what he said about the city of New Orleans. Very insulting. And mm-hmm. I, t- you know, I took that as like, you're just not, you're not even insulting Saints fans. You're mm-hmm. insulting people that live here. So again, don't come for Saints fans and don't expect some kind of retaliation. Cause I mean, we're going to speak our mind. I mean, we're, you know, I'm a redheaded Italian girl from New Orleans. So it doesn't get much worse than that. Absolutely. I'm just saying that, you know, when you've got Cam Jordan coming after you and CJ Gardner. players and I don't Tyler remember who Hill. it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember who it was. It was somebody with the Kansas City Chiefs. It might have been Hill. It and he, Tyler, he had yeah. a Super Bowl ring on mm-hmm. there and said, Look, you know, hey, maybe one day you'll grow up enough to get one of these. And I was like, yep, that was That's sad. Yeah. When you got players. Because I mean, our players have been taught and trained not to do things like that on social media. But you know, uh-huh. our Saints fans, I mean, look, Cam Jordan is a, is, a, is a New Orleans citizen. He lives here. This is his okay. home. Morstead, this is his home. A lot of these players live here full time. They don't have other homes elsewhere. That's so, right. So, yeah, you you know, you offend Saints fans. You offend the city of New Orleans and people live there. You know, you take it personal. Absolutely. So I, I didn't appreciate that. I thought it was very disrespectful, especially as, as welcoming as uh, we were to him and his family. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel sorry for him in that sense because you, you really asked, again, you made it too personal. So Also true. And uh, I think it's hilarious when people like Annie Agar are doing videos on him now. So yep. he reaps what he sowed. And- that was, when I saw that, I was like, yeah. that was priceless. She mm-hmm. does such a good job. She doesn't do something with anybody. <laughs> No, not at all. She doesn't hold back. So I love it. Absolutely love it. So, and another thing I love before we close the show, I want to say thank you to all our listeners for supporting us. Floors Truly turns to on Friday officially. We did our first show two years ago in February, had this great idea, loved my city, loved all the events and said, Hey, let's launch a podcast, you know, sharing the culture of this city. Great idea. Literally not a month later. The pandemic happened. I know. So, you know, it, it was like, okay, great. Now what? But, you know, <laughs> we, we, we took the show and used it to market some of the small businesses. Then this was at a time where we were in a lockdown. We couldn't go anywhere and do anywhere. But, I mean, a lot of different local businesses like Fat Boys Pizza, Crew of Red Beans, they were all holding events, doing different things. Saints players were donating to uh, feed the frontline workers. They were, you know, shipping. Cam Jordan gave money to Fat Boys Pizza, and they were sending pizzas over to the hospitals in New Orleans to pay for their lunches. So, we, you know, we use the show to highlight a lot of different things that were going on in the city. And then we got through the pandemic and things were opening back up and we were able to do it. And, you know, I just want to say thank you. We couldn't have done it without the listeners. I, it is no secret how much I, I was born and raised here. I love the city of New Orleans. I love the food. I love the saints. I love the music as a child, you know, of, of music who was a performer herself. My dad had a jazz band. I love everything about this city. And it hasn't always been easy doing this show and trying to be optimistic when everything was shut down. And I just, I, I had to look at, to this point today, like right now, like, hey, look, we're going to have Mardi Gras again. We're going to have, have festivals again. Again, the Saints are going to be able to play in front of a home crowd. The Pelicans mm-hmm. are going to be able to play in front of a home crowd. And, the, you know, this is to the point where I wanted to get to the show. Like, hey, look, if we can get over this hurdle of um, the pandemic and, you know, our city can get through it, just like Katrina and every other event that's happened through here, we can do it. I mean, even shifting 
uh, co-host and Georgette, I'm so grateful that you were able to join mm-hmm. us. Uh, and I know it was kind of a crazy ride and so mm-hmm. grateful to, to Jeff for the, the year and a half that he was with the show and he, he's moved on to other ventures and to his family. Uh, he was affected by the hurricane. So unfortunately, um, he's actually not even going to be in the New Orleans area anymore. So mm-hmm. you know, we just, we had to shift gears and with a lot of different things, but I'm so grateful that our listeners have stuck with us and that you know, we've been able to get over this hurdle. And we've got a lot of great things planned for y'all a lot of things that I wanted to do two years ago and I kind of just had to put it on the back burner and have patience and if y'all know anything about Italian we don't have patience so (laughs) it was hard for me to sit there and say but I mean yes we do have live events that are going to be coming up we're going to be doing uh tailgating shows all kind of fun things I wanted to do like two years ago we're able to do it and then we have our fabulous Georgette now who's joined us whose passion and love for New Orleans is just as strong as mine (laughs) even though she is not geographically here at the moment she will be one day I know that it's going we're speaking it into existence it will happen So I, I want to tell you first, Georgette, thank you so much for joining us on Floors Truly and becoming a part of our family. And thank you to all our wonderful listeners. I've met so many incredible people, not just in Louisiana, but all over the country because of the show. And I've been so grateful with the connections that I've been able to make in sharing parts of New Orleans with you, whether it be sharing a recipe, where to get you a king cake, you know, what to do when you come here. I'm so grateful for, for those opportunities. I generally love the city with all of my heart and I feel absolutely blessed that I get to do this every every week it is it is so fun for me and I'm so grateful and my heart is like just so warm right now so uh happy birthday floors truly two years we made it we got through it (laughs) and the best is yet to come absolutely I can't wait I can't wait for the listeners to get it it's going to be so awesome so much awesome stuff coming. So just stick with us and thank you for joining us again this week and for the last two years on Floors Truly. Of course, if you want to hit me up, if you have any suggestions, questions, or you know, you just want to say hi and say congratulations, I'm Tina at The Nola Girl on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then our official Floors Truly accounts were also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Floors Truly Podcast. And Georgette, tell everyone where they can come in catch you and say hey and join the fun (laughs) (laughs) absolutely you can catch me on the twitter at georgie 68 that's georgie with two e's i look forward to hearing from y'all especially uh, as we celebrate the second year of this wonderful podcast yes yes and everybody if you're headed out to the parades this weekend have a great time send us some pictures if you're going out to crew house floats definitely send those too love been sharing those i'll be have a stack of them for y'all tomorrow morning so we'll be ready so everyone have a fabulous week and we'll see you next tuesday on floors truly sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. 
That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.